1: And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority.
2: Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. June 24, 2023, the Swisher Cigar Story and its acquisition of Drew Estate Cigars, the past, the present, and the future of Swisher. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the
3: longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine, awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row, The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Jonathan,
4: question for you. Yeah. If it's the most listened to in the world,
3: does that make it the number one podcast? Should be. Obviously. Uh, There's too many names to remember here, but I'm going to go with with locations. (laughs) We have in our audience right now uh, South Carolina, Canada, Connecticut, Danville, New Hampshire, okay. and I believe Bill Ricka,
2: Pennsylvania. Is Pennsylvania too? Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, New Hampshire. We got a whole bunch of states here and Cigar Junkies podcast are in the house. Cigar mm-hmm. Junkies podcast. I've, I've never heard of it, before, right, I'm, I'm, honestly, right. but I I'll but be checking I, but it I out. will tonight. Neither has anybody else. Yeah. Everybody knows now. We are going to double your listenership to four <laughs> right. today.
4: Dave. This is it. Why cigar junkies? Are they drug users? I don't know. Or? It's
2: possible. Well, we're going to have to list, listen and find out. Or they're out. junkies about cigars. Ah,
4: like, maybe that's it.
2: Yeah, I, I would say. But All right. They have t-shirts, and we, and we really don't.
4: Yeah, they don't look strung out to me.
3: No. No. no, no. I think of myself as a more fit uh, Mr. Jonathan. More fitness, Mr. <laughs> oh. Jonathan. Oh.
2: This ah, motherfucker
3: wants to have a push-up you, uh, contest. It, it's a younger version. It's
2: a younger, <laughs> wow. better version of yeah, Mr. Johnson, maybe. Smarter. Nicer.
4: Funnier.
2: Funnier. funnier. Yeah, Looks aren't everything. Could let's be. not pick on them. We, we we could have replacements. Who knows? <laughs> oh, Whatever. Nice. Let, let's see uh let's see what happens here, huh? Bring it on. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so there's a lot of talk of uh when we talk to people about cigars, new cigar smokers, and the first cigar they ever smoked. And most likely, if you go through generation to generation, it is a Swisher product. It's said many, many times when I was a kid, it would be Swisher Sweets. People would say, oh, uh, Swisher Sweets. Today may be acid.
4: Yeah. Right?
2: Sure. You and I weren't Swisher at all. I wasn't. I, I, I was Garcia Vega. As was I. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, sure. Because okay. you guys are old. That's it. <laughs> we're really old, but it's interesting that, um, and that's who they chose to acquire. That they want to be in there, like the first cigar you ever smoked. And we're going to see why. We're going to talk about the history behind it. But dun, first, dun, dun. yeah. But first, <laughs> let's light up a cigar from them. Uh, what do we have, Barry?
5: Well, today's first cigar is the Herrera Esteli, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by True Estate. The size that we're smoking is a 6x54 called Toro Especial, and it features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Honduran binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and a box of 25 is two twenty thirty-eight which comes out to just eight eighty two per cigar. And if you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two,
2: guyscigars.com. I remember when the cigar came out, I was dying to carry it and dying to uh, oh, be part of go. the <laughs> launch. I can never forget these things, though. <laughs> uh, but they passed on me. They said you can't have can't it. Can't have it. Wow. Can't have it. I took it very personally. Well, that you, you that, have that rep wow. no longer works for the company. No. Not because of Dave. Yeah. He, just, he just doesn't. Just facts. But I'm like, why? And they say, well, we'll catch him on that thing. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I was mm-hmm. very bothered by it. But uh, soured, would you say soured? Sour is a good word for it. Yeah. We'll see if there's any sourness in the cigar. But uh, we have it now anyway. Yeah. Time is gone, and it's time to move on, I guess. Um, even though I have to bring it up. Forever Yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right now it's time to cut our cigar The official cutting Brought to you by Perdomo Cigars Perdomo is the brand While all other brands Were raising prices Perdomo Cut out the federal S-chip tax And actually Lowered them Perdomo Cigars They stand for quality Tradition And excellence Excellence So uh, The people new to our audience Are hearing everybody Cut their cigar along with us And right, cold draw Pretty interesting
3: you got to go into the fig Newton, um, the container. Hundred percent. You slide the sleeve off. You cannot take the Newtons from the edges because they've they've begun to dry out a bit. You need the most moist one
2: in the middle. They're called Newtons by themselves. Not fig Newtons. They're Newtons. Fig Newtons. Yeah. But you, Now you take the Newtons out by themselves. Oh well, you
3: got to slide. I'm, I'm, you just slide the sleeve out. You, yeah. you, you get the whole tray, not the edge ones. You want the one in the middle, the dead center middle, and then you just you you puff on it like a harmonica. And that's the flavor you get on He's the. It's like Coltura. a little
5: kid that needs to show off when there's guests. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sucking on a thick Newton.
3: All I'm saying is Ed Sullivan pretty much hates my guts, and he just gave that one to me. Yep. So.
4: I mean, I, I think you could take one of the
3: end Newton
4: Absolutely not. No,
3: you can't I have you a could.
2: dried out Fig Newton and get this Why flavor. Why do you think they're dried out? Because you're getting them they're on the on, edges. No, because you're buying the stuff that's running out of code date to save a few bucks, and there's no need <laughs> of that. <laughs> I haven't it's eaten, how you grew up. I like. haven't eaten a Fig Newton in 25
3: years. We're going to light our cigar today with the Mechanic by Vertigo. It's an odd name. And I didn't know why it was called the mechanic until I discovered something. Oh,
2: maybe it'll help me.
3: So, <laughs> three jets, it's single action. You press the button, the lid pops open, three jets come alive angled for pinpoint would accuracy. Would be single
2: action or would that be dual action? And you press the button and things happen.
3: Are you still talking or yeah. am I talking?
2: <laughs> yeah, talking.
3: At the bottom, you've got a flip-out bullet punch and easy adjustment. But wait, there is more. Why is it called the mechanic? Why? Because it gives you a a tool. Oh, for what? So that if you have a knot, and the most common place for a knot in a cigar is right up where the band is. And it's just long enough to be able to go in there and ream that cigar out and get through the knot.
6: Ream. Ream.
3: And it's
2: cut that way so it can do it.
3: And... You've got yourself a little nub tool built in. You just stab your cigar, and you can Smoking puff on. well past the band. This is the Mechanic by Vertigo. $200. $29.99. I didn't
2: even know it was there. I've used this lighter a bunch of times. I didn't know it was there. That's
3: why you got to, when you're the
5: pitch man, you got to look at all the, all the angles. That
2: makes you the cigar authority. That makes you sure. learned something
5: today.
4: Yeah. I, I think they should have paid some licensing and called it the, the MacGyver. Mm. that well, That'd be a good one. It would have
2: cost them, though. Yeah. Not mechanic, right? It
4: wouldn't be $29.99 right, anymore. Right.
2: So, uh, this brand is called Herrera Esteli. Esteli is the town in Nicaragua where the cigars are made by Drew Estate. Herrera. What is Herrera? Who a is Herrera? It is a person. Willie. It's Willie Herrera. Um, so. Um, what is the story with Willie Herrera? Before he joined Drew Estates, he was a loan processor. So that makes all the sense in the world, right? No, it means nothing at all. Uh, but being born and raised in Miami, Florida, of Cuban descent, the allure of cigars was with him.
3: Well, he he obviously learned in that in that industry how to blend people
2: with the right loan, with the right loan. So there was the blending. Blending
3: pattern. is the same no
2: matter, matter what you do. Okay. So you seem to be, you know, you're good for a five hundred thousand dollars house for the loan. Yeah, I, I'm looking be... at you. You
3: got a tie. You matched right. your leathers. You you did your hair. Yeah. You don't okay. use a floby. No. You're you're good for at least half a mil.
4: Wait, right. no, was that a floby cut? The most recent? that is not a floby a...
3: cut, and I'll tell you how you know. All right. The uh, the back has been lined up. Right. So he the... doesn't line his own back up. He no. just sucks it off. That's and then professional. Throws
2: it out. Yes, it was. All right. I was at the right place at the right time. (laughs) Also,
3: his eyebrows are less bushy. He doesn't do his eyebrows himself.
2: Imagine Ah. doing that with a flow beam. Oh, Oh, dangerous. I wouldn't do it. Could suck your eyeball right out. Yeah. So, Willie Herrera's wife's family owned a cigar factory in Miami called El Titan de Bronze. They still do. Mm -hmm. His wife's family. So... He's of Cuban descent, and he's a loan officer, but he gets married, and he says, uh, what what should your family do? They have this cigar factory in Miami. He starts liking it, and he leaves the uh, bank, and he gets involved with the cigar factory in Miami, El Titan Bronze. Big mistake right there. There we go. Willie learned how to craft cigars from a seasoned cigar roller who was working at the factory, so he was actually rolling the cigars. Hmm. And his knowledge of tobacco grew. Now he was interested in the different tobaccos that he used. So he started developing his own blends. And they got popular. <laughs> and he started selling them, his blends, at the retail shop, uh, which is El Titan, de Bronze, Miami, on Caleocho. Uh At the trade show, he met Jonathan Drew. And eventually, Jonathan asked him to join the Drew Estates team as a blender, you know, leave your family company, come with us. Um, and How he, do you think his wife felt about that? I think they were okay because he was... She didn't m- like working with him. Rhea, better off? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but he jumped at the offer, and um, he started creating some big hits uh, for Drew Estate, which owned at that time. No, I don't think so. That um, Drew Estate was still Drew Estate, which didn't mm-hmm. own them, started creating some... Uh, Good, good blend with them. Although that was
4: post-Soccer Drew
2: Estate, right? No, with no, no, Soccer. I think it was so with was, was still there. And Nick Malillo was still there. Uh-huh. So Nick Malillo leaves and Willie replaces Nick Malillo in doing all the different things that are done. At that time, he was working underneath Nick Malillo. And uh, every once in a while, still goes back to El Titan de Bronze. That's where his family is and uh, helps out around there and stuff. So he has a... He Do you think maybe he just her. got sick of being yelled
3: at by the father-in-law?
2: I don't know. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't try to try to stay out of the family issues. All right. Good. The cigar stayed lit for me, so there's a All win right. right there. You know how I feel about that. So uh, right now, it is time for the poll question of the week, and that is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars.
5: And each week, you can head over to thecigarauthority.com and cast your vote, and uh, we started a new um, bracket this week where we asked you for the best commercial on the Cigar Authority. We took 16 commercials, created a bracket, and Jose Dominguez went up against Drew Estate.
2: Jose Dominguez. As expected, with 95% of the vote. Sorry, Drew Estate, but you wanted a legitimate commercial, and you gave us the wording for it. We could have sang something and, and right. put you right at the top. But
5: Don Rafael went up against Don Lino, and I guess everybody likes big gay animals because Don Lino.
2: Oh, r- I'm surprised at that.
5: Beat Don Rafael.
3: Mm-hmm. Diamond Crown It's one of my brother's Favorite cigars Diamond Crown
5: up. Went up against Altatis, The email of the week And Diamond Crown Won with 84% I'm surprised of the Oh wow. that'll be
2: interesting For them the, For them Because they're looking To, to stop it Yeah, Which I think Yeah change it It's the um, Golf course you'll,
4: you'll see him
5: At uh, PCA mm. Right mm. Padrone
2: went up Against Classic
5: And Padrone won With uh, just over 61% I'm vote. telling
4: you People don't
2: like the classic segment.
3: The classic. Three no, I think people thought they were voting for cigars at that point. They just lost. You're not lost. voting
2: for cigars. It's the commercial itself.
5: Mm-hmm. Perdomo went up against Rocky Patel, and Perdomo won with 90 percent of the vote.
3: You can drink now.
5: Uh, Asylum versus th- this segment, Victor Sinclair. Asylum won with almost 90 percent of the vote. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, people like to take Kristoff for a ride because Christoph beat Vertigo with seventy five percent of the vote. I think they're talking about the cigar. Right? And you, you didn't make it all the yeah, you can't
3: smoke a lighter, yeah. so they pick the cigar. Uh.
2: We're talking about more what all, is your favorite commercial, not with cigar. Or like- all of
5: Jonathan's reads have been eliminated. Yeah. Oh. Could be something. Coincidence. There. Also,
3: Barry is the one compiling the data. So. Yeah, once
5: again, he questions my integrity. And then Aladino went against Al- All Saints, and Aladino won with 60% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Aladino,
2: the new Aladino? Yeah. The this new is, Aladino. This is the new
5: one. With them on people. A lot of people <laughs> wrote in. They'd. Say the kazoo took it to the next
1: level of suck.
3: Oh, but really? they found
1: themselves but, singing it. But
3: in a good way, Sammy. In a good way. That was Sam. my brother playing the kazoo. We had some people he's in writing in the
2: audience in and
1: he's
3: taking that saying, personal. Saying uh, that I was playing the kazoo. I was not. I, am, I don't play any musical instruments <laughs> except for the skin flute.
5: He plays the
2: kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ridiculous. A lot of people and
5: he, said he's that they really find good on the slide trombone, it too. it during the week. What is it? They find themselves singing it during the week. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. terrible. and there's a cigar shop in New York that I put know put out a reel on Instagram showing their stock of Aladino with that song playing in the
2: background. Crazy, right? Where's my 95 bucks? There you go, <laughs> ninety-five dollars. Um, next week on the Cigar Authority, it is uh, a no Barry episode. Barry will be away on vacation. But uh, we will be talking about the PCA trade show, what to expect for new cigars. Joining us will be Rafael Raphael Nordell from Aging Room. He's gonna come in person with food, right? He is not. Uh ah. he is not, but um he Bad move, uh, Raphael. Uh big news for them. Altadas the will be back at the trade show. Raphael yeah. will be back at the trade show. So happy to hear that. I've had some great meals with Rafael. Oh, I bet you <laughs> yes, <have. laughs> It's not about meals, but it's... Uh, he's it's, probably the only
3: person out there that orders like you order. I've great. witnessed it. He's great. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a, great. So a sight he, to behold.
2: He'll be on the show next week. Then the following week, I will not be here because I'm at the trade show. So we have a No Barry episode followed by a No Dave episode. And two weeks from then, we have a No Mr. Jonathan episode. Anything you got to add to this? <sighs> I'm not out until September. All right. Okay, we got three... Three off shows in a row. Uh, Let's see who does the best off show with somebody else missing. All right. Mm. Which which guy can we take off the island or whatever? Yeah. There's something
5: Jonathan, you're going to be reading for two hours on the episode, days away? Yeah, most likely. Most likely.
2: Okay, we're talking about uh, Swisher cigars, uh, and I'm going to take you right to the very beginning of Swisher. Swisher, formerly Swisher International Incorporated, is an international tobacco company. Swisher had manufactured products since 1861. Wow. 162-year-old company, Swisher. Amazing. Uh, And they ship 2 billion cigars a year. 2 billion. The whole premium cigar industry is about 400 million. They do $2 billion, because they do other than premium cigars correct, also, correct. to more than 70 countries. Swisher operates worldwide. It's headquarters in Jacksonville, Florida. Its manufacturing facilities are in Wheeling, West Virginia, Santiago, Dominican Republic, and Esteli, Nicaragua. So it all started with the Swishers Brothers Cigar Company. The Swisher brand of cigars owes its origins to Newark, Ohio, David Swisher, born 1829, had three children, Edward W, E.W, Harry and John. Swisher Brothers began to span, span their manufacturing business in Newark in the late 1800s. In 1870, David and his son Edward W. E.W, who was 17 years old at the time, mm. were involved in the sale of cigars. E. W Swisher and Bro- Swisher and Brothers. So the company has now changed to E.W., which is Edward, the son, 17 years old, Mm -hmm. and Brothers. 17 was a lot older back then than it is now. He he was at his half-life.
4: He got top billing at 17?
2: Well, now at this point when they switched it over, he was 23. Oh, all right. And it becomes E.W., Swisher, and (laughs) Brothers. So E. W. Swisher founded the company business E. W. Swisher and Brothers in 1875. Now at the age of 23, and his brothers who were just 12 and nine, right, you are got, operating this company. Does, you does, could smoke back then.
4: Doesn't that sound like a Gilligan's Island? Just and the rest.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and, brothers. and brothers. They would form a series of companies in manufacturing centers in the cigar industry built by the Swisher brothers. Edward would pass his company on to his brothers, Harry and John, who were now in their 20s in 1891. So E.W. ends up having it with his brothers and then say, you can have this. And he moves on. Uh, Edward would continue his own cigar business in Columbus until 1903 by traditions of... um, but the traditional cigars would be preceded in Newark under his brothers. David Swisher, their father, does not seem to be playing a role in the management of the business at all. And he was known as a veteran cigar manufacturer. But they would just use him as the veteran. And he was probably, what, maybe 50 or something huh. because old man back He yeah. was aging out. Yeah. Next to Swisher's Brothers Cigar Manufacturing. Swisher's Brothers Cigar Manufacturing stood at 59 Main Street, in Newark, New Jersey. The Swisher consolidates their, their three Ohio manufacturing plants at that time. This is the, the kids doing this. Uh, into one. You're setting it, your paperwork on fire with your cigar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Um, in Newark in 1892. And from 1895 to 1909, the company had expanded outwards. Uh, in Ohio, once more, opening two more facilities. John Swisher, the other brother, bought Harry, the other brother's position with the company in 1913, and the business relationship of the Swisher brothers ended on something of a sour note. Oh. Harry Swisher attempted to incorporate a new business after the sale, utilizing the Swisher's brother's brand. But John Swisher successfully challenged Harry on the name in court and prevented future sales of the brand under the names by his brother. John Swisher and his son, Carl, now this is the the brother John, now he has a son, Carl, uh, grow and expand the business. They elected to relocate their primary site for manufacturing from Newick to Jacksonville, Florida, where it is today. So this is way back in 1913. They go to Jacksonville, Florida, and now it stands as it is. But It reads a little bit like Genesis in the
3: Bible, and so-and-so begets so-and-so mm-hmm. who begets so-and-so, and this okay, guy sued right. that
4: guy. So it's either the Bible or Gilligan's Island, but it's much like something.
2: This is the history of um,
4: it. Jonathan, one quick suggestion as we go forward with the show. Yeah. Seems as Dave is aging, he's more likely to light things on fire. I would recommend a fire extinguisher just under the stage. Mm.
3: Ah. I mean, I have one right there. Well. Yeah, we have one right there. It's not do you important. think it's good enough? It's good I, enough. I feel like it's close enough. And my brother's an expert with it It'll smolder for a while, too.
2: All right. I, do I remember him putting a fire out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He put he did, a fire out here before. Professional. And your manager got mad at me because he had to have all the fire extinguishers checked after that. Uh, yeah, and we had to check the fire extinguishers. But it worked. So you were just supposed to let it go? I guess. Then you put a fire out outdoors, remember? Yeah. It was a fire <laughs> yeah. outdoors, too. Anyway. <laughs> I didn't want
3: to use the fire extinguisher and get yelled at, so I just kept bringing water out. Johnson <laughs>
2: has a lot of experience with flames
5: because
2: he's yeah. flaming. Okay. All right, so Swisher remains a cigar manufacturer to this day, headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. But that's just the beginning of the story of Swisher, and I'm going to get deep into it. Uh, but Oh, I you want, mean you're going to read more? I'm going to read more, but All I want right. to let you know there is just 10 days left for the Fat Fingers cigar. This is important. July 4th is the end of selling the Cigar Authority's second annual release of the 13th anniversary, of the 14th, 13th anniversary 13th, cigar yeah. called Fat Fingers. Remember, they come in gloves, and there is five fingers in a glove, and you buy a pair of gloves for $99, and it is the annual release that came out, and as of July 4th will be the last day you can buy it. After that, it's gone, and you're going to say, I wish I bought more. Let's say it. People are going to say that. Yes, they are.
4: Jonathan's not going to say
2: that. No, but no. I'm
3: are. I'm looking forward to there being some left over because those gloves are awesome.
2: Yeah. You use them for gardening. Mm-hmm. You can use them for cooking. You can use them for... They don't put- work great for hot pad gloves.
3: That's Oh, yeah. No? No, there's, there's like polystyrene or something All in right. them. It
2: melts and it, it sticks putting, to your hand. How about putting some sort of cream on your hands and then putting a glove on and moisturize your hands? See, this is why we can't do the after show before the show <laughs> there <we> ever. <laughs> <laughs> you can't yes, stay in yes. a time warp. No, I can't. John enjoys a face on his. Yeah? When he uses the lotion. On the hand, okay. <laughs> so you can buy the gloves at $99 a pair, or you can buy a single glove. We call it the Michael Jackson for $59, <laughs> but don't do that. Buy the whole pair, uh, and they're available on You can put soap on it because one
3: side has an exfoliating kind of side for gripping. You put soap, and then you can exfoliate your face and get all the dead skin off, especially in your beard, get it all cleaned up so you don't have beard dandruff.
2: So yeah. Michael Jackson, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was even before. <laughs> All right, what's your early thoughts on here on the uh Herrera Herrera Esteli? This is the Habano Toro Especial? Melba toast, clover honey, high fat
3: content butter. Mine went out on me. You know, I've, I don't like that.
5: I've sure. never smoked it in this size. I like the uh the thinner ring gauge better, the Lonsdale. This is uh, a fifty four you said? Six <laughs> by fifty four Toro yeah. Especial. Um yeah, based upon all the uh the Lonsdales I smoke. This falls a little flat. Really? Well, yeah.
4: I I think the flavor's good. It's a slow
2: burner. It is. It, I did a lot of talking yeah. there that uh, I had a relight. It wasn't the fault of the cigar, it was me, but uh I was amazed that it was staying lit as long as it was.
4: Jonathan, is this good- true? uh bingo mctavish says that you use the gloves to strangle men at the greyhound bus station
3: i will will neither confirm nor deny that fact right
4: but you don't use the lotion for that because it's too slippery right you can't have your
2: hands sliding off people's throats Ed. (laughs) no
3: i understand
2: yeah you use leather gloves for things like that don't you All right. (laughs) This is how rumors start—that I'm a a serial killer. We can we can lay off the serial killer talk. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, I got more on the Swisher story and uh, more on uh, lots of things over here. I got lots of things to talk about. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
7: the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars Handcrafted since 1964.
1: Hello,
8: this is Ernesto Perez Carrillo from EP Carrillo Cigars. And you're
2: listening to the Cigar Authority and United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black and White and now West Tampa Red. Passion, with a purpose, and we'll see what West Tampa has coming at the trade show next week. We'll you, talk about uh, all the different things. You think they have something new? I think or, they do. I huh. think they do. I think they, and and we just heard Ernesto, and we know he's got some new things coming out. Uh, I'm excited about it. we got some, some things coming out, we, and uh, we'll talk about it next week.
3: We received a little care package this week. Yes. Uh, with a note that says, Dave and gang, when my brother and I were up to your podcast, uh, broadcast, over St. Patrick's Day weekend, I told you I'd send you some of these cigars, so here they are. I mean them only as a gift to hopefully to be enjoyed by you, Mr. J, Barry, and Ed Sullivan.
2: Isn't that nice, giving us cigars? I
3: don't represent the brand, and my actions are just to meant to share a cigar I enjoy. Over.
2: These were the two policemen. And that's it. Two brother policemen.
3: Well, we sell a lot of them at our shop. They're made at Agonor Factory. I smoked them years ago when they were only available in Omaha. That's a kind of an odd place to have mm. cigars only be available in. Uh, and I got to know the owner. Uh, since Jonathan is the only one seen wearing a hat a lot, I sent him a ball cap. Thank you. And that's signed Don. Yeah, please. From ball cap. The Cop Twins. Mm-hmm.
2: From Pennsylvania, right? No, wasn't it Arizona? Minnesota?
5: I think, yeah, I think it was
2: Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. And, Scottsdale,
5: and I Arizona. think one was from Minnesota. Mm. I think so. I think you're correct. Yeah. yeah,
2: okay. Isn't that nice? Very good. Okay, uh, we are talking about Swisher, the company Swisher, and uh, I was going through the history of this trying to find out, and I loved going through it, and and, uh, Ed jumped right in with me. We started doing a lot of research and uh, learning about this company that you don't realize has been around a long time, and a lot has happened uh, with Swisher. They are still based in Jacksonville, Florida after all this, but let's go back to 1958. The machine manufacturer, Swisher Sweet brand, was introduced, 1958. Hmm. And boy, what a monster that is still to this day. By 1964, the company was making 4 million cigars a day of just Mm. Swisher Sweets. A day. 4 million a day. uh, Being shipped at 50 states and 47 foreign countries. The end of the Swisher family. Nineteen sixty-six. Swisher was purchased by William Ziegler III. Uh, he owned- the guy from the wrapping papers. No, that's zigzag. Zigzag, not Ziggler. wasn't there a Zig Zigler? Yeah, isn't that a
3: wrapping paper?
2: No, damn it. Zig Zigler is a porn um- star. No, Park- Did- <laughs> Does it have to do with drums? No, he's <laughs> um. Motivational speaker, right? A business motivational speaker. big
4: in the early podcast world. So is it that guy?
2: No. (laughs) William Ziegler III. His brother? No. He owned American Maize Products. It produced two items, corn starch and corn syrup. Huh. That's what he owned. (laughs) Ziegler is ranked number nine. He had all that
3: corn money to be able to buy a tobacco company.
2: Well, ranked number 96 as American Richest Families. William Ziegler III became the chairman of the company where he remained until his death in 2008. So all that time, 15 years ago, he was right there at the helm all this time. Uh, Swisher acquired Universal Cigar in 1986, the maker of the low-priced machine-made cigar, Optimo Cigars. Ah, yes. In 1992, they changed the name to Swisher International. I remember these things all happening. And um, in 1995... Ziegler sold his American maize products, but kept Swisher. He sold his big money company. he made billions of dollars on the corn syrup and the corn starch, but he still hung on to the cigar company, which is amazing in itself. In 1996, Ziegler took his company public. Swisher International Group became, in December 1906, raising roughly $100 million dollars, and swishes an initial public offering.
3: Time out. Because I'm an idiot. Ed Sullivan, why wow. would somebody go public? Is there a reason for that? Um, raise some money. That's it?
4: That's it. So they
3: buy stocks, and now they own a portion of the company?
4: Yeah, you're selling a piece of your company at that point.
3: And at that point, it goes on the stock exchange?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. It went on to the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, it employed at that time 1,210 people. And it raised $275.6 million. A lot of companies did that in 1996. It was big. The cigar companies. A lot of cigar companies went public. Boom times. And the cigar boom was going on. It was the height of it. And they were able to raise money at the top level. But like everybody else, um, it didn't go well. They made all the money. And then the boom ended. And then companies bought them back. And this happened to Ashton, this happened to Consolidated Cigar, it happened to a lot of different companies. They went public, it dropped, and then they bought it back cheap. And they made all the money in between, as happened to Swisher.
3: Is that unscrupulous behavior?
2: I
4: suppose you could look at it that way if it was intentional. But they probably
2: believed that boom would keep going. Yeah. In 1997, they purchased 50% interest of SP Holdings Incorporated, which was the owners of Puros Villa Gonzalez. Say that Producer of premium cigars, hand-rolled cigars in Santiago, Dominican Republic. I made cigars with them. They were making some Dos Hombres for me at the Mm -hmm. time, Uh, the Dominican Dos Hombres. um, I went to the factory. It was gigantic. Um, In Honduras, they opened in October 1997 to make premium handmade cigars, including Swish's Bering Cigar. Mm. Uh La Primadora, lots of different handmade stuff they were making in Honduras at the time also. Bering was big at the time. Right, huge. And then the boom ended. So they're a publicly traded company. The boom ends, and in 1998, Swishers buys back all the stock for half price. Which is a pretty quick buyback. Right. A couple of years. couple of years. $55 million. They raised over $100, $100 million just in the uh, IPO yeah. at the beginning. Added to that, they got it back for half price.
3: What does IPO stand for? Initial, Initial public, public Offering. offering. So, the learning company, a lot today. There we go.
2: <laughs> That's what happens in the sky. Authority. And going through this, you know, the part I'm talking about now, I lived it. I remember these things end up happening. But you start putting it, combining it together, and the direction this company went is amazing. And what ended up happening to it as it went on, um, now, remember, they they just buy it back. You think, okay, now what ends up happening? And that that's going to get interesting. So, uh, so is, why wouldn't a
3: company, the next time there's a boom, go public and hope that the boom busts?
2: I thought it was going to happen again. If it lasted <laughs> a little longer, maybe it happens. It takes a long time to pull it off. And remember, the first boom was from 1990 through 1997. We got a full seven years out mm. of it. This last boom was less than three years. Right. So not enough time to end up pulling it off, but it's not over yet to, to a lot of people's uh, would disagree and say, no, the boom isn't over. I'm telling you it is, but uh, people will say, no, it's not over yet. We'll see Um, because as much as it's not the boom here in the United States, the Europe opened up in a big way. The rest of the country opened up in a big way. So actually, their production numbers are growing, not just imports into the U.S. Right. So they could show, oh, here's more growth. Here's more growth. Mm-hmm. And maybe we see something go public. But as somebody who bought into these companies, I lost my money. Right. You know. And uh, I should would rather- the Cigar
3: Authority get an IPO? Hmm.
2: It's possible. Could could we? It's a show. It would be a piss. And it stock. only gets
3: offered if you're in the care package. <laughs> right.
2: Because <laughs> that's your play. It, it's a show. Um, in 2008, William Ziegler III died, leaving behind a fortune valued by Forbes at around $2.8 billion, nice. which all benefited his six children, which today is still owning Swisher.
5: Hmm.
2: Uh, so, right now, it is time for the Don Raphael offer of the day, brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars.
1: The Don Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars Mellow and smooth Built for every man's everyday enjoyment Don Rafael Cigars Now, here is the question of
3: the week You gave me a damn heart attack, you threw to the wrong bit why you said uh, the offer of the day it's uh ask the dawn
4: yeah.
3: oh i'm like what the hell i'm not prepared for offer of the day i don't have any offers ready do
2: do, do whatever you prepared for yeah this is the dawn Raphael question of the week
3: oh we've got royalty writing in here
2: really yeah do we not say who this person is this person put their name on it. I'm saying who it is. All right. It's not a confession.
3: I it's St. Francis writing in. Frank. It's Frank. All right. Wow. Cigar cleanup question. I know that you've covered extensively how to deal with common cigar mishaps, relighting properly, fixing plugs, fixing uneven burns, repairing cracks, etc. If I had a cigar knocked into an ashtray, ironically, my dog did it, Got ash all over the business end. I did my best to wipe it down and get the schmookus off. But now I'm left with a smoking. I'm left with smoking an ashtray.
2: So it fell into the ashtray and the pot you put in your mouth. It yeah. fell in there and it's got ash. This happened to me. Okay.
8: Yeah.
3: It made me wonder what the dream team of the cigar world would recommend to make the cigar enjoyable again. Thanks. Signed Frank. And, and really, there's only one answer. Go because you did the humor. right thing. And you bought a box of all saints, maybe you maybe you did the confessional and you got your penance, and you had to do it.
2: yeah, so, you so had a whole box
3: you take the cigar that fell into the ashtray and you leave it there, and you just light another one from the box now, and move on.
4: Here's the thing. I believe it says you have to buy and smoke
3: well so you're you, you're doing your penance by smoking
4: i you can't count the one that you're. Didn't smoke.
3: See that's where we did. We, that's where we disagree. Yeah, you yeah. made an honest effort. The stupid dog knocked it in the ashtray. It's not your fault. This has you're,
2: happened to you before. Oh, that, of course. And you wipe it off. And yeah, you smoke I
3: it. usually just wipe it off. And yeah, it yeah, but
2: that's the answer. I'm
3: trying to sell more All Saints cigars for Frank. I mean, the who took the time to write in.
4: If you're more of a dry smoker, is less ash to deal with.
2: If you're like a chewer or something, you got issues. So my my cigar gets wet at the end, mm-hmm. and if all the Would you say moist? Moist. If if the all the ash gets into the into the <laughs> I can
3: hear Pam giggling.
2: The what do you call that? The open end, right? Yeah. We, we, so the head. We, because it's moist in the there, moist head. And, and and then all the ash gets in there. I would use my cutter because I'm not using somebody else's cutter because I'm cutting, but cut a, a slim amount off also to get that out of there because you can wipe off the edges, the side of it, the, the best you can. But inside there, you can't get it. There's too many nooks and crannies that are there. It's like a Thomas's English muffin inside <laughs> there. The, you got to use a, your cutter and cut it now, off. Now, the Cigar Junkies podcast is here to help.
4: He's got an answer? Product idea. Hole in the marketplace, you need a cigar condom. <laughs> Dave's thinking about
6: it.
2: No, there is that <laughs> thing. There is that thing, right? That the holder sold, the, that you put on there, yeah. so somebody else. I tried it a bunch of times, man. It's just I could not get me.
4: into it. No. And,
2: and years ago, there used to be those plastic sure. ends that people would do when. uh what was it, you it? You know, it's you know, like 100 years old? You always used to do it, George Burns. Mm-hmm. You always had the plastic end. Uh, it's
3: it, you talked you took the girl home things are going where they're going, you didn't have time, and then you realize you got the HIVs. It's, <laughs> you, who's going to put a condom on their cigar and anticipate it's going to fall in the ashtray? It's not happening.
2: Yeah, I'd say you trim a <laughs> your guillotine cutter. It's the Jaws guillotine cutter. Mm-hmm. You trim off the end, you wipe off the thing, and you continue to I smoke think it. you're a cheap bastard. You just go and you grab another one. What if I, you don't have one? Yeah, you last you it.
3: What? What you really should have is a plastic cutter in your man cave, for such occasions where you call that the slobber cutter.
2: This question and has never come up before. No. In 13 years, Frank, nobody ever brought this up, and this is very interesting <laughs> because we've all had it happen. Is it really interesting? It's interesting uh. to me. Is, is there an answer to this? But I think I have the best answer, which is what I do. do I do the wipe best it again. down, and then I get the cutter, and I, I trim another. Mm-hmm. I can get the, my cutter right now. It's wet and moist, and now I'm going to cut it again a little bit. I mean, you that little peak came out. You should have dipped nice it in, in the
3: ash to see if it worked. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you do yours. Try it. I'm in. <laughs> he's doing it. Oh, see now. Yeah, that's, what do you that, do? Hang on. Let me see if it's dinky. ashy.
3: Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're saying just shave this.
2: Over. Just shave it off. You got the jaws cut out so it locks in. You did it's it. It's slobbery.
5: Riveting radio.
2: It's a little slobbery, but... It's like it never happened, right?
3: Not never happened. I missed the corner. Yeah, it's not the first time I've had ash in my mouth.
2: And it's better than the (laughs) has in your mouth, though. It's better.
3: We've seen that my jackass brother puts ash in things and says hashtag. Right? You got to, you got to eat it.
2: Good question. Good question. All right, so we are still talking about Swisher, and we're going to go to recent years now. We're talking Swisher International, and uh, in 2012. Peter Galone is appointed the president of and CEO of Swisher. Um, that was uh, in 2012. And two years later, uh, nine years ago in 2014, Swisher acquires Miami based Drew Estate Cigar Company, producer of roll Brands Acid, Herrera Esther Lee, which we're smoking now, Kentucky Fire Cured. Uh, Do they still call that Kentucky K- Fire Cured? KFC. KFC. Uh, Liga Pavada, Mayuzi Weighs a Ton, now called Muwat. Muwat. Yep. Natural, which is now called Laritan. Which I think is now discontinued. Yeah, I believe they discontinued that. Oh, really? <laughs> they were doing natural and spelling it backwards, Laritan. Nico Rustica, Nirvana, Tobacco Special, Underground, and Java by Drew Estate, which is interesting. Java by Drew Estate, I thought was Rocky Patel but it's on their list of their cigars. So there's the next lawsuit we'll be talking about someday. Who do we buy it from? We buy it from Rocky Patel. Wouldn't that mean it's Rocky Patel's cigar? Well, they make cigars for a lot of different people, and it wasn't on their list. But Java is on their list of cigars that they own. we got a problem here. We'll we'll Mm. get to that. That's interesting. Right. That's interesting. So we'll get to that. Is that a in, in
3: possible a- conspiracy theory backdoor way of Swisher possibly acquiring Rocky?
2: Ah, possibly. And that's
3: their collaboration. Possibly. And it's just.
2: There's something going on here because that's on their list. So now we're in 2018, President and CEO Peter Ganoli retires from Swisher and John Miller become named as president of Swisher, which is... I like,
3: uh, I like the name John Miller because it's, it's easier for you to pronounce. It's less painful. <laughs> it is. <laughs>
2: 2021, Swisher announces the retirement of John Miller. Ah, Damn it. <laughs> we were so close. Uh, from his position as chief executive officer and president of Swisher.
3: No more than two syllables on the next guy. Let's do this.
2: 2022, December 2022. Not going be good. Neil Kylie. Right. K-I-E-L-Y? Mm-hmm. Sure. Kylie, member of the board of directors, has assumed the role as president and CEO. Kylie most recently served as CEO and vice chairman of the board of Barra Peroni. That's the beer company.
3: Stand, on, stand by for one second. What happens when someone assumes a role? Are they just making an ass out of themselves and, and me? Yeah, pretty much. Can you do that? Just say, I'm the most important person here. Now I'm the president?
2: Yeah. He's on the board, and he appointed himself, maybe, because he's on the board?
3: Here's what my first manager taught me,
4: Jonathan. Nobody gives you power. You take it.
2: Ah, Ah, nice. So I like this guy. So Neil appoints himself or whatever. He assumes (laughs) the role as president and CEO. Um, He most recently served as CEO and vice chairman of the board of Peroni uh, Beer and previously uh, was a... Officer at Miller's Coors. So we're talking a beer guy now that is in charge.
3: Not the first time we've seen someone from the beer and liquor, liquor industry move right. over to cigars.
2: So believe it or not, as big as they are, Swisher, again, is a family-owned company and has been since 1861.
3: Except for that small little IPO. The two years. Right.
2: Yeah. right. So for the past 162 years, Swisher and the family of iconic brands have been a top choice for adult consumers seeking to evaluate, elevate their experience. Mm -hmm. Family-owned company is headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida, has for a long time a global manufacturing presence in Santiago, Dominican Republic, Esteli, Nicaragua, Wheeling, West Virginia. Best known for Swisher Sweet Cigars the continue to continue expand its offering to include smokeless tobacco products, premium cigars, and non-tobacco brands that appeal to a diverse and changing consumer taste. In 2024, Swisher will celebrate 100 years of continuing operations in Jacksonville, Florida. So look for that. Probably a big product will come out. 100 years in Jacksonville, Florida. and, and 60 say, ring
3: gauge machine-made sweet tip cigar. That's my prediction. There
2: we go. No other cigar brand leads the way in marketing share or marketing volume than Swisher.
3: I believe With that. With the
2: number one and number two skews of large cigar categories, Swisher Sweet Originals and Swisher Sweet Diamonds, one and two. Of all cigars in the world, one and two. But
3: not the premium
2: sector. But now you're talking about all the stuff at Drew Estates, and they yeah. are the biggest, right? Uh, certainly in the United States, now you have to look at Scandinavian tobacco mm-hmm. and you say, okay, what do they end up having? But it's hard to imagine uh, a family-owned company as big as that. And I know you look at them and you know you don't say family-owned company, but it's a it's a family-owned company. It's a corporation, but it's uh, owned and operated um, by the family that runs it, and they have a CEO in charge of it, but...
3: Someone who appointed
2: themselves. Right. Uh, well, he assumes. I'm doing that. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm appointing myself. Are you
4: going to assume a new role?
3: Yeah.
2: I just have to figure out what it is. Assume the role. It's interesting you, find, you, you picked that out there. That was their wording, so that's what happened, apparently. Maybe
4: you could assume a new identity. I did that already. Oh. Oh, it's not all <laughs> it's
3: cracked up to be.
2: Yeah. Interesting swisher, and uh, I have more to get to it later on. But what do you think here of Herrera, Esteli, Habano, Toro, Especial, Cigar? I'm not even halfway done. I had to relight one time, but very slow. It's a slow, slow smoker.
3: I had to relight a couple times. Uh, the center of it uh, had a little a little combustion issue. I seem to have smoked past that. Uh, it has stayed lit the, the, this last time.
2: How much on this, you said? Like 10 bucks. Uh. Eight eighty-two wow. per cigar by the box. It's a
5: lot of cigar for $8. Yeah. $8. eighty-two. Strength oh. check five. five. Yeah,
4: straight medium. Yeah, yeah. Chat straight.
2: room
5: agrees. Yeah. Wow. Straight five. You nailed it.
2: Give yourself a bell. Are that's you changing? I, that's what I do. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> nope. I didn't. I didn't spell. Yeah. Huh. Fell in the right spot.
3: I think one uh, unintended consequence of your. Um, review thing that you're doing that yeah. I want to talk about on the after show is that you're going to now have to shift your strength to the masses.
2: Mm. Well, we'll see where it goes. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in the whole thing of the, the reviews that are coming out. The reviews, we have 40 reviewers for the Cigar Authority. Their cigars went out yesterday. Yes. They'll be getting them um, early in the week, and they have 30 days to do this. Uh, a month from now, they're going to start hitting and we're going to get start getting these reviews, and it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out, but I'll explain it on the after show what we're going to do on there. That being said, let's take a break, and when we come back, what is the future of Swisher? We've got a prize to give away and lots more. We are live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month, and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just 29 dollars and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take this Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level, sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different.
3: Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package.
7: Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Name Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung
6: cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers.
2: Some say cigars are all the same It's just not true It's you I have to blame
3: Well, I don't know Cause what I know There is a cigar called Aladino
2: Corojo Aladino Corojo Aladino Corojo They say authentic so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused. I
3: guess that's so, they can't compete, at least I'm sure Aladino
2: can't be beat. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars uses authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah.
8: Hi, everyone. This is Rainier Lorenzo from HBC Cigars Company, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Unite Podcast Network.
2: And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and now Red. West Tampa Cigars, passion with a purpose. We are back, and, and they are going to really launch the red. We've had it. We have it, and they have it available for sale, but they're going to launch it at the trade show, along with other things. We'll talk about those next week on the show, all the new things coming out. But here's a cigar we have not smoked on the show before, Barry. What do we have? Uh, today's
5: second cigar is the Undercrown 10th Anniversary, and it, too, is manufactured in Nicaragua by Drew Estate. The size is a 6x52 Toro featuring a San Andreas wrapper, Connecticut Broadleaf binder, and Nicaraguan fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime, and a box of 20 is 205 which comes out to just ten twenty-five per cigar. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retailer that carries it, go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com.
3: Uh, can I have your yellow ribbons? <laughs> asking
5: for a friend. <laughs>
2: for a friend. <laughs> this, is a, this is a beautiful cigar. Uh, yeah. with, with that ribbon that is on the top mm. of the cigar, footy and black and gold. Not,
3: that's not how you tie a knot, though. They're the same. No. Not with ribbons.
2: And in order to cut it, you must remove the the ribbon, right? You could I mean, cut you know, through you could it. You try. No, that's it. This is your yellow ribbon, <laughs> Thanks. Jonathan. He's a collector of yellow ribbons. Here you go, Tony Orlando. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tony will land to tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree. Yeah. Maybe that'll be one of the questions on the, oh, the after show. Yeah. We'll see. I got a musical thing for you. Ed Sullivan, <laughs> you're up this this week. Oh, boy. We'll see how that goes. I love that one. All right. Let's get into this uh, be- beautiful-looking cigar. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. And they have a new cigar coming out and we'll talk about it next week, but that's the Perdomo 30th anniversary. I have not had a sample of that. I can't believe I haven't had that yet. We thought somebody had one, but they didn't. Had <laughs> you some were mad. I was
3: <laughs> mad. I'm like, Does it how taste does- sweet capped? No? No. Ask me just mine then.
2: Not at all. It is Swisher that's known for Swisher Sweet. Mm-hmm. They must be the biggest purchaser of uh, sugar in the world, right? Maybe they had sweet leakage. Something I don't, I don't taste his. it at all.
5: Yeah, I get a little raisin
2: on the cold jar mm-hmm. without a sweetness. Okay. Very toothy. Even you feel it on your lips, how toothy this wrapper. What's the wrapper? San Andreas. San Andreas. Hmm.
3: We're going to light our cigar today with the Mechanic by Vertigo featuring single action, three jets angled for pinpoint accuracy. Those jets are fueled by the patented Vertigo. Big-ass tank at the bottom. You get a flip-out bullet punch, easy adjustment, and you have your own onboard cigar reamer slash... Roach clip? What do you nail? A roach, and so you can smoke past the band.
4: Yeah, it's also stabby a, thing. It's an anti-rape tool.
3: It could the be. views and opinions of Ed <laughs> Sullivan do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of anyone. Not even me. Certainly not the folks at Vertigo.
2: strength check on this we can't it's too early to oh, tell I, Dave's I, going 11 I, or something yeah <laughs> he's going, going full spinal <laughs> tap on this it's a strong cigar so uh do you do you remember how and why this cigar was created yes i do
5: which which yeah. is what uh the workers in the factory couldn't smoke the league of Privatas, yeah so they got together and they put their own little blend together and thus created
2: on the ground. And I believe the wrapper, because were they, was Liga Pavada Broadleaf? Yeah. yeah. So they ended up using San Andreas on right. this and some subtle changes inside or something. But this is, if you're a Liga Pavada fan, this was the, you couldn't get Liga Pavada, it was hard to get, and it'd be something in between that you could smoke that would be resembling of a Liga and it is. Yeah,
5: it's very similar. Yeah, Yeah, the Binders Connecticut Broadleaf, it's not that, Wrapper quality, so they mm-hmm. used it
2: in the binder. Okay, I don't know how I believe that. That so they make a blend, but that was the story, which is a the good story. story. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 that Saka was at the helm at that time mm. as president of Jewish and State,
3: also known as quite the writer. So. I wouldn't put it past him to have had an over, yeah, Yeah. overactive imagination on how the
2: next time he believes what he says. So, well, next he's not with the company now for seven years. Yeah, I would like to ask him the truth. Yeah. Put him on the put him in the confessional and that's a, the next show with the Bring him in the confessional, and ask him. Some, right. you you got to
3: answer this question honestly.
2: Uh, I got a few questions for him to answer, honestly.
5: <laughs> Don't do twenty questions;
2: you'll be here for six hours. Right? Yeah. But there's a few things. All right.
3: Make it yes and no or true and false questions, and then maybe he can't elaborate as much. Come,
2: coming clean with Steve Sack or something oh, like that. That would be big. Yeah. So I know you're listening, Steve. There's something there. It's been a while, right? So. Uh, I'll. I'll He last year he came up on the Saturday before the trade show because he mm-hmm. said oh, we do it's this every year. It's a tradition. And I said really, and <laughs> I hadn't noticed or kept track of something. So if that's the case, I'll see him next Saturday. We'll and Just pull uh, him up. Yeah, some questions because mm-hmm. we get, we have no Barry. So maybe I have those questions. Well, I, I, the, I'd the, be concerned. The stage is going to tip, so we need to
3: put something on that side.
2: No, if he's over there. Then oh, it'll I'm be balanced. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So uh, we're talking about the future of Swisher now. And Swisher has continued to expand its offerings, as I said, to include uh, smokeless tobacco products and even non tobacco products to appeal to a diverse changing of consumers' tastes by bringing in Hempshire, pure hemp rolling papers. So I didn't know they were into that. And an innovative rogue which is a nicotine on-demand product into their lineup. I don't know. Um, <laughs> on-demand. I don't think they're selling it through Jewish states, but maybe through the, that I know of, uh, or they're probably doing it through the Swisher side of it because there is two different companies uh, that operate through there. Swisher created Matchbook Capital, This is a new company. Matchbook Capital investments of capital in resources into new categories to build a robust portfolio of new products for adult consumers. Matchbook Capital invests or acquires companies that they are in test, build, or scaling stages of growth to look for leaders who have insatiable passions for success. Now, maybe they're the ones that would want to possibly buy the Cigar Authority. Mm. Um, now is the time to find and fund the next big idea. Yeah. I heard a nice big idea actually during the break. Yeah, I don't know who this bald asshole is over here. <laughs> yeah, thinks he's taking asshole. my job. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even beat me in a push-up
3: contest. I don't
2: know about that. Uh-huh. I, I think he's a younger, stronger version of, yeah. of Mr. Jonathan. An it's easier smarter. replacement. Yeah. And can well, I'll tell you swinging. what would happen
3: if we had the push-up contest is push-ups would be done. Unlike oh, you, uh, I did three. You I did, did three. none.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matchbook Capital is most interested in the following sectors: emerging industries, cannabinoids, cannabinoids,
3: derivative of cannabis. Yeah,
2: entering mainstream retail, experiential categories. Oh, God. Uh, Entrepreneur building platforms to capture large audiences. Can you
3: use AI to dumb it down to like third grade reading so that we can get through this? Innovative
2: consumer packaged goods, companies looking to shake up with new products. So we got fat fingers. You pay attention to that. That's something, right? That'll be acquired, I'm sure. It should be. Swisher proudly announces renewed commitment to community engaging by pledging $1 million in donations in 2023. We mm-hmm. couldn't sell 300 of them. I don't think <laughs> Swisher's interested. So I usually hold off until the prediction show to predict something. But I have to predict it now, reading this, and the trade show is about to happen and I want to say it before the trade show happens because I think it might happen before the trade show. Sometimes they like to announce that stuff at, at the show. Right. So right. I want to say right now, based on what I read, their acquisition. Does anybody have an idea where I'm going with this? You're going Davidoff it off on this? I already
3: said Rocky Patel, so.
2: I'm going on, left, on the left. You're not even, even close where I'm going. Boveda. Hmm. Ah. Bovita that, that they're ties, little humidifier yeah, packs, ties you in know? because
3: they're they're getting into all the yeah. other areas As where i look need at this, humidity.
2: i say there's the step right there that's what i that what i feel anyway so uh right now it's time for the confessional brought to you by all Saints cigars it's time for the confessional Brought to you by All Saints Cigars Featuring the All Saints St. Francis Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year All Saints Cigars
5: In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto Bless me, Father, for I have sinned And how long has it been, my son? Since your last St. Francis uh, uh, confession? It's been one week since my last confession And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? The following message
3: was submitted through the contact us page of the Cigarauthority.com and not Frank.
2: Nobody. You don't mention names at all. This
3: is not Frank. No. He wrote in for the last bit. Well,
2: it could be Frank. It's not Frank. All right.
3: We can eliminate Frank as a suspect. I'm a police officer. Ah. And spent several years working the night shift in an unmarked car. To pass the time on the night shift, you sometimes have to entertain yourself. Uh-oh. When I saw someone with a radar detector, I would settle in behind them. We can stop and release our radar beam on our speed radars uh, from transmitting. I would release the beam and watch the radar detector in their window light up and see them slow down. After a few seconds, I would stop the beam, see the radar detector lights go off, and they would speed back up. I would do that as long as I could to see how many (laughs) cycles I could do, smiling the whole time. I would sometimes see the driver look all around trying to find the cop hiding. It's the simple things that make me happy.
2: <laughs> and not even uh, pull him over or nothing. Just do it as entertainment. I like it. I think mm. that's not a sin at all. I, I'm not even going to give a penance on that. No penance. No penance.
4: Well, it's funny. We'll, we'll give him one.
2: Give him the littlest. All right. Oh, jeez. You're an animal. For <laughs> <laughs> your penance, uh-huh. you must run, buy run. And smoke one full box of All Saints cigars this week. There you go. That's for Frank. He just sold another box for him. That's oh, right. all right. He wrote in, so he, he deserves did. it. So he sold the box for him. Another box, out the door.
3: Boom. Is it possible this guy works in Salem, New Hampshire? Has this happened to me before? Can't, I can't. I did, can't. Did, can't you just can't. You the guy. out of the Oh, thing? yeah.
2: I don't. Yeah. Hmm. You should. I, I should. I get off, though, sometimes. You, uh,
3: you haven't been given a um. ticket in forever.
4: Dave, speaking on the future of Davidoff, did you see the press announcement this week? That their numbers are up, but it was they produced more. They didn't say they uh, sold more.
2: That's I, I read basically read the headline of it. Yeah, it was sort
4: it. of like the most positive spin you could put on something when maybe you might
2: be thinking about selling. Yeah, that's another thing. The Prediction Show, we're going to have to go very early in the year. Because I, I think things will happen. Things will happen. They're going to be like it didn't uh-huh. even happen. That's why I'm like, you know what? Bovita's <laughs> going to be part of the trade show. <laughs> you got to get them out before they happen. They have a lot of money behind them. And mm. uh, if they want something, they can get it. And they, have, they haven't they have bought anything in 10 years, yeah. right?
4: But, Barry, you were mad at Bovita, right? Because they've sort of pulled back from the cigar <coughs> marketing.
5: Yeah. Yeah, they fired their cigar guy. They haven't replaced him yet, and I just hate Poveda because it it's it's created an unwarranted fear of humidity. Like people are freaking out. Well, okay. that's more good. than ever,
2: that's good for them to make yeah. people think that it's that 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 important. But I, it apparently, isn't a marijuana trade. It's a, it's that important because uh, that's where they're making big money. Yeah. In. That's what's happening. So, uh, I think those potheads smoke it all so fast, it doesn't matter. I think there's going to be a shortage of meat coming up, and <laughs> that's going to take me to the New England Cigar Expo, and why Ooh. you want a ticket to that. <laughs> See where I went to I that? wish that oh, the microphone it. could pick up the
3: <laughs> eye roll that I just did.
2: Uh, Friday and Saturday, September 29th and 30th, is the New England Cigar Expo. It's happening at the Dreamers Ranch in Wyndham, New Hampshire. It's a two-day event, and on day one, Friday, um, will be a cigar dinner at night. Doors open at six p.m. and you're going to have a delicious prime rib dinner. You're going to get 18 cigars. There's music. There's comedy, and somebody is going to win an 800-pound cow that will be slaughtered and butchered. And right uh, at the event, not at the right event. Right in front course. of you. No, <laughs> uh, but you'll get a big giant freezer, 16 cubic freezer to take home with you. We'll ship it to you, and uh, all the packaged meats will be all packaged and whatever they call that, suck drive. Cryovac. Cryovac and, <laughs> and Sentia, and and They, they like, call them
4: suck bags.
2: Yeah. Uh, and that was my nickname <laughs> in grade school. <laughs> we got 18 different manufacturers that are going to be there and it's going to be a game show. If you've ever gone to Two Guys Anniversary Party, it's basically that. Uh, mm-hmm. On steroids, as they call it, uh, not steroids in the beef because this is all grass fed, oh, yeah. good, grass nights.
3: fed, grass finished, yeah,
2: re- real good. Uh, I'm actually going to a fundraiser there tonight to the right to to see how it operates and everything. Wow, and, uh, this could be your first ever protested anniversary party. Protested, yeah. Why, Peta? No one's going to protest. It's a a cow farm. That's what they do. Uh, Do you think it'll be PETA little people there protesting? (laughs) Could be. Yeah. Oh, for the little people. Yeah. Yeah. Because day two, doors open (laughs) at 11 a.m. And you're going to get 20 cigars at the second day. Um, not just two extra cigars. You get 18 the first day, and you get another 20 on the second day where you will meet all the manufacturers that are going to be there. They're going to have their own little booth set up. You don't have to go around trick-or-treating to get your cigar. You'll get them all at once. Mm -hmm. But then you go at your leisure, and you go see the manufacturers if you want to, and they'll have their products available for sale and gifts with purchases if somebody wants to buy anything, but no pressure at all. Uh, as I say, doors open at 11, at 12 o'clock, we will broadcast live from the New England Cigar Expo, and um, there'll be Food Truck Pavilion, where there's going to be sensational food trucks, you know, I put all the effort into how the food is going to be. I'd say half the effort of the event went into food trucks. Went into food, Um, and um, there'll be music, and you're going to have a nice afternoon, and at about... Four o'clock? Yeah. At four o'clock, is, we will be featuring micro-wrestling. Four bouts of micro, what word can I say? Midgets. Yeah. You can't
3: say that word. I
2: just did. Yeah. Um, there'll be four bouts, including a battle royal at the end. And uh, we have um, a couple of comedians who will be doing live play-by-play announcing that's going to go in there. we got a lot of surprise coming up. Any truth to the rumor that you're going to have a mini bar? with midget bartenders there was talk about that but i I don't know if we can pull that off or not but it's 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 an interesting uh Good idea. Uh, it's very possible. I, I don't know if I cannot. <laughs> yeah. You almost have to. Uh, just shots. They'll have little shot glasses. And yeah. two, I don't it's know. It's just wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> a two day pass is going to cost you $395. If you want just the one day only, which is the Saturday only, it's two and a quarter. We have tickets available. Go to twoguyscigars.com. That's the number, twoguyscigars.com. <laughs> if you want to get tickets, they are available. And um, I thought it would be a sellout by now. It's not. So there are tickets available. But like everything else, next thing you know, something's going to sell out. And you're not Mm going to be able to get a two-day and only a one-day. Or who knows how it's going to go. Don't waste too much time. But right now, it is time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars.
8: It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80.
5: Asylum Cigars. (laughs) An investigation into a woman's corpse found in a wooded area near Houston began after the Harris County Sheriff's Office received a call Wednesday afternoon reporting the body of a dead woman found inside a partially open bag. The caller told deputies he believed what he found was a body after he poked it. However, once detectives arrived and opened the bag, they discovered a full-size anatomically correct sex doll (laughs) with pliable skin dressed in lingerie. No word if they plan to recover DNA from the cavities to find out who dumped the doll. And that's not only insane, it's asylum.
2: Hmm. If nothing <laughs> not that.
5: That might be the grossest one you've ever done. <laughs>
3: ah.
2: Okay. And, if you know, we didn't have that segment in there because if you noticed last week, we put the um, asylum bid at the very, very last end of it because we had guests and I was afraid Barry was going to do, do something that. like that. Do something yeah. like that. And uh, it was a good call, right?
3: I'm yeah. uh, I'm going to be recording Cigar Pulpit podcast on Sunday. and I, I saw it that. Goes ask, out, the,
2: ask the Boys segment. Yeah, it I've,
3: goes out on uh, Friday. And I, I requested to be on this one because I listen to their podcast and when they do this bit, half the time when they don't know the answer, I'm yelling at the phone and here's the answer. Here's the... I know. It just was like, can I- They don't get very many questions, though. So can
2: people... Yeah,
3: people- they they have a hotline. You just have to listen to the show, and they say the hotline number. I don't have it memorized.
2: Zero, 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 zero is the last four numbers. That is, yeah. I just... Hmm. I don't know the others. Wow, you should... You're not should I out?
3: should memorize the other podcast phone number?
2: If you're going to be on it, and you can help them out, right? I should...
3: Uh, We'll see how this cigar junkies guy's idea was. I heard you guys whispering over there. We'll see if you know I have to number? remember his number, too. 863
2: 874 000. There we go. So there you go. Just
3: call in and.
2: He memorized it. I think we got it. we got two replacements for you.
3: <laughs> All right. If they can take it, yeah. come on up.
4: I, I feel as though Jonathan's on that show too much. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, they lost
2: Gator, right? Did they
3: lose him? No, he just doesn't do two days a week. He does one day a week. Oh, so okay. sometimes Nick reaches out to me, sends me a text and well, says, the, can so you th- be Do they show?
2: need to do two days They don't week? need to do two days. No. They don't need it. I think it's like us with the-, uh, the We don't, uh, don't need to do the after show either. No. We don't need to do it. But, but that was Skip Martin and he yeah. made us do it. He forced it and <laughs> I just couldn't I just could not. That was it. It's my entrepreneurial spirit. I said I, I have to do it, but that's a, one is enough. I I think part, part of
4: that was he he doesn't sponsor anything else. So when he said he would sponsor that, you almost had to say right. Yes. That's
2: it. I want almost I like called him out. I go okay, I'll do it. Like <laughs> will you do it? And he did, and he continues to do it. So we continue to do it. It's like who's going to give up first? And it's not going to be me. I'm going <laughs> to keep doing it. So. That that being said, um, early thoughts here on Undercrown. Um, this is the 10-year anniversary of Undercrown. How much different is it than regular Undercrown, the 10-year anniversary? Bolder? Because this is up there at an eight. I think it's bolder. It's more complex. Um,
5: yeah. It's not as smoky as the original. It's pretty smoky. But not as bad as the original.
2: Now, yeah. lots of white little dots, almost like... Um, ground, salt, thick. What do you mm. call, call that? Magnesium bumps? No, what do you call that salt? Coarse. Kosher salt? Kosher salt. Like It doesn't seem like, look at, at the end of it, you got all these little specks.
3: Trevor and I were having a conversation about Dave Isms, yeah. where he can't think of the word. So he says all of the words that are in the picture in his mind and hopes <laughs> that he starts to formulate a picture in your mind so you can get to where he's going.
2: And that usually works.
3: The, the two people in the world that are the best at that game are his wife and Ed Santa Maria. Right, that's right. But he gets one word out and they both are right on it. They knew the where I was going to go.
5: Chat room is on crack because they're way off on the strength check on this. Eight. Day.
2: Would you say? What do you say, Jonathan? Seven
5: minus six, six, maybe six. Uh, I was thinking seven or eight, but uh, they're saying five, six.
3: Yeah, that's closer to correct. That's
5: pretty bold. You just you
3: detect any amount of strength, and you immediately go
2: to eight. You just have to settle in. I go to nine. Smoke it a little slower, and it's you're going to hear all the numbers on the after show of how I do this thing. Listen to the after show, and you're going to – the whole thing will make sense, I promise you, (laughs) on the after show. All the numbers are going to make sense, and you'll agree at that point, and you'll understand exactly how it's going. I can't wait. You'll understand, right? Yeah. All right, let's take a break. and we come back, we got a prize to give away and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
5: To learn more
0: about Drew Diplomat, visit drewdiplomat.com. That's drewdiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
8: Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision. With Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live
6: yours? That is age to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
2: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
3: What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are.
2: This is Eric Newman from the JC Newman Cigar Company, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and now Red West Tampa Cigars: Passion with a Purpose. And we have uh, Swisha, the holdout of the PCA. That
3: why do you think that is?
2: It was a. It was an issue with. The PCA Premium Cigar Association not really jumping on board for the machine made guys, and that was the reason why I believe um, that. Um, but they own a premium cigar company, right? But they should. They PCA should have been there for them. I I believe that's what it was, and that's why uh, Altadis went out and consolidated um, Scandinavian Tobacco. General Cigar pulled out. Davidoff is is still a blur to me. Of confusion of why they ended up doing it. But we're getting everybody back. They're all coming back. Hoya de Nicaragua will be there at the trade show, which Drew Estate is the distributor for Hoya de Nicaragua, which means they have to have their salespeople there. So Mm -hmm. they're there. And this week, they announced they will be back next year. As the whole company, which is fantastic to hear. We have Altadas coming back this year, and Scandinavian took Alec Bradley, so they'll be back with um, Alec Bradley. Um, and I think the whole gang gets back, whether Davidoff comes back or not, but if Davidoff is bought out by somebody, but they'll why, be back. Why? So We'll get the whole gang back next year. Next think year, Davidoff which is, is back next yeah, year? Yeah, somebody else maybe or whatever, but um, everybody comes back next year, which is only – like six months away mm. from now, right, it's when is it march next year? yeah so it'll be quick it's, it's It'll be nice to get stuff next year in July versus get in October right, right. I mean, you could get it early, I mean, they could it, hopefully they're gearing up now. you have to gear up now to to be able to pull that off anyway. I heard some companies are actually holding some things back that they planned right. showing at the show this year let's not show it because we weren't going to ship it out until October November mm-hmm. anyway so let's hold it off and then be have it ready and ready to go it's a it's a um financial mess to do that because you you made the product and stuff but so that there'll be new things at next year's show so that'll be an issue but let me tell you um Swisher or Drew Estate being at the trade show always a great booth yeah, they, they, they had the most amazing, and I'll go back to even the beginning days of Drew estate. It was always the booth uh, where all the action was happening.
3: Also, they played a couple of games, making the booth a little narrow. So they, back in the day, <clears throat> and they brought they bring their entire sales staff, so it's full all the time.
2: Right, if nobody's there, it's still full. Mm-hmm. Right, you have to kind of walk inside. Woods, music stuff. is loud. But now it's a gi- or was a gigantic booth. Uh, I mean, they brought in a, a bridge. I mean, that's how. Big it was. Um, great swag that there's something really special. They had mailboxes one year and sneakers one year and all kinds of different things.
3: Did they have any in uh, triple Not, not e Nothing
2: of my size. Quintupole? Mm-hmm. E? No, my mother got a pair of sneakers before, but nothing for me. Um, too loud. It's always it's loud. too loud musically. Mm-hmm. But you know what? At the beginning, it got the attention and all that stuff. If they take it down a notch or two for us, um, old guys that then... The music bothers me. Uh, I certainly don't want a booth next to them because I can't conduct business. Um, They brought in the young smoker, Swisher for sure, brought in the young smoker into the cigar industry. And I'll go back to the early days of Drew Estate uh, with, with Jonathan and Marvin um, that's what ended up happening. Uh, Swisher did also. Swisher with Swisher sweets and stuff. They're were, both great gateways yeah. because you do you don't you're,
3: you're just not you're not smoking something that's strong. You're smoking something that's mild, and you're producing smoke, and you feel like a cigar smoker, and you are a cigar smoker. Yeah,
2: it, it, it is mostly the thing most people started with. As I said early on, that it was in and in in me and Ed's generation, it was Swisher sweets that pe- mm-hmm. most people started with, and then went on from there. Um, with today's smoker, it's usually acid that they get into and then they go from there we had employees that started with acid yeah. and, and you know they're hardcore cigar geeks now in this day um hey dave casey carter wants to know
4: if there's a reason that you're kissing swisher's ass could swisher
2: be buying tca it would be nice but no <laughs> I'm, I'm not I, I, they're I, an important it seems like i'm i'm Kissing their ass, and this was planned a long time ago. That I was going to break this company down, yeah. And we did it this week. It's an interesting story. As you get into it, and you realize that you know they're a big part of cigar smoking. Period. Mm -hmm. And I'm calling it as I see it.
3: And and the people that listen to our show are more on the geek spectrum, so maybe Swisher isn't or hasn't been ever on your radar. But it is an important part of the history of the culture of cigar smoking. They were there from the beginning.
2: And you look at them as this big, giant corporation, and as you dig into it, it's a family-owned and operated company. And I'm like, wow, you don't look at Swisher as a family company. You look at them as this big, giant company, which they are a big, giant company, but besides that little short period of time where they went public, it's been uh, owned by a family. Well,
3: imagine if something like uh, EPC or Perdomo or Padrone a hundred years from now is celebrating that milestone,
2: right? Or fifty and, and years and from they're now, and a gigantic size or whatever right. at that point, because it didn't happen overnight for Swisher, but it happened pretty damn fast, as we were saying, how many millions of cigars per day?
3: And we're in a, we're in a heyday right now of cigar smoking, where we we have a store where that's what we specialize in, but that wasn't the case in the eighteen hundreds. You, would, you had a drugstore and you went in there and you got your drugs and you got your cigars or your cigarettes or your chewing yeah. tobacco. Everything was there. There wasn't the geekery. A cigar was just a cigar yeah. and you paid your penny or your five cents or however much it was and you were a cigar smoker, but that wasn't it wasn't a culture back then. Yeah. But they were there from the beginning and that's where the culture developed out of to where the rest of the day I'll be downstairs having conversations about tobacco and cigars and family histories.
2: It yeah. is an important part of our they, history. Listen, you got to give give credit what creditors do, and they created a culture also of, they got hardcore um, cigar geeks on. Yeah. When, when Swisher bought Drew Estate, I said, oh my God, this is the end of Drew Estate, because these cigar geeks are going to be really pushed back really hard against it. You remember that happened, Barry, right? Reading the the threads at that time and people making fun of it and all the stuff. Imagine this happened. They got through it. They got through it pretty damn fast that it ended up lasting. And another thing I'll say about Drew Estate is these other big companies that they are aligned with, Drew Estate never went direct to the consumer as of yet. Mm. They still have not done it. So as far as a brick and mortar is concerned, uh, we don't like when uh, our suppliers go sell to our customers. They haven't done it yet, and I Mm. hope they don't. Um, But, you know, again, they're they're lining up in an acquisition mode, so we'll see where that ends up going. But
3: They created a division for acquisition, according to your notes. Yes. And came right out and said it. We're, but, we're but hopefully shopping. it
2: won't be that. Hopefully it won't be that. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, I remember, you know, if somebody was to say, what's the best Swisher product that uh, you like, the, the one I like the most, that I love the cigar, I chain-smoked the cigar, isn't even available anymore, and it's something they should bring back because it was a winner. Um, we made it the Cigar of the Year, actually. That's how great I thought it was, and it was Chateau Real. Those that remember that.
3: Phenomenal Chateau
2: Real was a cigar that should have been up there with Davidoff, as far as I was concerned, how good that cigar was.
3: It it was
4: like the Sober Mesa without the sweet
3: tip. I was just going to say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Really? Right? So that was... And
3: and $4 less per
5: cigar. Yeah. Yeah, The thing is, though, I don't see that coming back because it doesn't fit what Jewish state has become. Oh, it
3: becomes an easy jump-off point from someone smoking Acid Blondie Bellicoso, and they want to try a good, mild cigar with flavor. That would be the one.
2: They also make um, um, Undercrown Shade, right? Yeah. Which is good, but it isn't Chateau Real. Uh, Chateau Chateau Real had a specific
3: hue to the wrapper. It was that golden Shade, wrapper, very, very specific a, color.
2: And that was top top of the line. I forget what they you called it. it was you ink, couldn't blind taste water.
3: me on the cigar because as soon as I see that hue, that's what I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. It was that specific. Yeah. Golden, golden mm. Connecticut on that. No bitterness to the wrapper either. Very well fermented.
2: And some of their other stuff, like Bering we talked about earlier, they sold it off. Mm. That's owned, I think, um, is Altadas now. It was sold off to some of the things. But as far as I know, Chateau Real was never sold off. It just went away. Yeah. So is that something that shows up again? or you know, eh, There's a new guy in charge over there, so we'll see how, that, how, how it goes on that side of it. But um, you got a prize to give away? We do have a
3: prize All to right. give away. This week's email of the week is brought to you by the folks at Monte Cristo. They are giving away a lapel pin, a flask, a jet lighter, and a sling bag. And this is the last
5: of the month, is this the it next, it? next week is the last one, and then when I return from vacation, okay. we start a new one. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: The following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Manny writes, last week's show, first things first, Jonathan, you were missed. Been a listener <laughs> for a long time. Your shows are always informative and entertaining. For what it's worth, guest appearances are way too long. The first half, Maybe. But two hours is off the charts. We did
2: a, we did um, three quarters. Match. We yep. did an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. It is it's nice. a long time. It's yeah.
3: nice to learn about their businesses, but, guys, it gets boring with too much information. I understand that Dave has a relationship with these people, and talking with them is like old home week. For the cigar smoker, it's too much.
5: I agree. Mm, I think he's a little bit in minority narrative. Got a lot of feedback.
2: Yeah. Positive feedback. Uh, you know, having a guest on, which is an honor to have them here. We don't like to do it on Zoom and stuff because really a half hour is enough when it's on yeah. Zoom. Um, but maybe the number is, a, is the, an hour or something maximum uh, when it comes to uh, a guest just talking about their company or something. Yeah, I don't know.
4: You're not going to get complete agreement from the audience, mm-hmm. and we don't do it that often, really. Right. Right. It seems more often now Because we're in the summer season Right. Wait, wait
5: till winter yeah. We have nothing here. to talk about Rudy says he likes all guest appearances
2: No matter how long huh. Okay, so yeah. people are different, right? Mm-hmm. The original fan says that? The original. He's the first, first one, so we'll go by that, so that's it. When uh,
3: I met Carlo yesterday from Canada, know, he walked up and shook my hand. He said, I'm Carlo from Canada, and I don't know Rudy. Just led with it.
2: it and, that's, and that's how he came into my office. He said, there's a guy in here from Canada. Uh, come out and meet him, and he doesn't even know Rudy. And I said, okay. Let <laughs> see. How does he not know him?
3: All right. Trent writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. False sense of security. Dear Cigar Authority, I regularly fly for business, and as any good cigar enthusiast would, I always carry an assortment of cigars. On my most recent trip, I decided I would also pack my Vertigo Cyclone lighter. Good call. Yes, the one with the patented big-ass tank. Right. I normally only pack it when I know I'm checking a bag. However, after hearing you all say you had no issues with security, I decided to give it a go in my carry-on. In my best Dirty Harry impression, I asked myself if I was feeling lucky, Here we go. to which I decided I was. I'm sure you can tell where I'm going with this, but luck was not on my side, uh. and TSA spotted it quicker than Jonathan spots lectins from across the room. Hmm. Not all is lost, though, as I always keep a soft flame lighter in my bag. Anyways, I, thaw- I thoroughly enjoy the show, and it makes my time on the road a lot less painful. Keep doing what you're doing, and keep an eye out for my new lighter order soon. Yeah. <laughs> Signed, Trent. Now... There's two things that Trent missed here.
2: He didn't fill it to the very top, didn't turn the...
3: You got to turn the flame off. So if you're caught, which I've never been caught, but if I was, my plan is always to say it's broken and I'm bringing it because the TSA guy wants a lighter. That's why he's taking it. It's broken and I'm bringing it back and I'm going to ship the new lighter that works back. It doesn't, this one doesn't work. And the other thing is pack a shaving kit. Even if you don't have shaving supplies, pack a shaving kit with shaving supplies and when it's in there, they see the razor, and they see the, the plastic body. It just looks like it's some sort of shaving implement.
4: Lotion, maybe. Maybe
3: lotion. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and if you fill it to the very, very top, and that means yeah, you bleed it, you, you press that little button down. It's upside down. You press the thing out, and just the, the propellant yeah, you get the, yeah. goes out. And you, can't, then you, then even, you can not fill it to the top. Even
3: an
4: expert
2: can't tell. It looks you empty. Were,
4: you were in the office this week, and Oliver... Went to borrow my lighter. He said, "Oh, it's empty. I'll go fill it for you." It was no, filled. it was completely full, right. and he didn't notice.
3: All right, Tom writes through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. This is your
2: favorite, right? We're picking a favorite here.
3: Upcoming show idea. Ooh. Ah, love it, Dave. I thought that title might get your attention. There we go. <laughs> Gentlemen, first things first, I have to address the elephant in the room. And no, that's not a fat joke. Okay. We have to talk about the Aladino commercial.
2: Mm.
3: Now, I will say I didn't automatically hate it like negative Nancy Barry over there. Whoa. I thought if it was done with some people that could actually sing, it might be great. That being said, it was still worth a good giggle listening to you two on the past couple of weeks. The problem that we have is now we didn't take it out when it started now it's growing. Just yesterday, Barry showed us on Miwi that another cigar store has started using your tune to it's highlight their Aladino amazing. cigars. No. I
2: couldn't believe it.
3: <laughs> this on all of us, like the breakout of COVID, we tried to pretend that nothing was happening and now it's gaining momentum. Mm. Who knows where it will end up next. In fact, if you voted for that commercial on Barry's poll, Barry, I know you can track it. You need to be voted off the island. <laughs> Moving on. I heard that coming up I heard that coming up on September 9th, the authority is going to be empty with Barry and Ed on vacation. Instead of Dave just reading off a magazine to us, I'll drive up and do the show with you. I'm Ah. nobody, but I have no problem coming up to smoke cigars and poke fun at you guys for two hours. I even have a topic for you. Using cigars to meet new people, which we've all done several times. My offer is there if you become desperate enough. P.S., Who the fuck gave Mr. J a kazoo on last week's (laughs) ad? Holy hell. That was Sammy B that had the kazoo.
2: And he happened to have one, right? Yeah, he has every instrument. (laughs) Do Do we get that song, send it to some professional company, and have them do the version?
3: No, it wouldn't be good. It'd be good. Yeah, but then it's not good. It's so bad that people are talking about it.
2: Like I can't believe another store played it. <laughs> That's what I don't believe. We've
3: arrived. We can now retire. We You can start talking about the countdown for the number of shows because somebody else played our commercial.
2: Right, right. And Swisher will buy us out because now they'll have this platform, right? Swisher?
4: We'll see. Swisher will buy us because now they have an Aladino ad? Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was Tom. Uh and that's what Jonathan likes. We have Trent that has the false sense of security. And we have Manny, which is the guest appearances uh, too long.
4: Yeah. And I'm going to go with number three and I'm going to go further and say, invite him up for the show. Really? With the caveat that at any time he can be thrown off for
2: being terrible. We could do like the gong show, and we put a gong back there. At any time, any of us can hit the gong, and he has to just put the headphones down and leave. Listen, without you
3: here, another body sitting up here being able to have some conversation, I'm not going to say no. So if Tom shows up, he's welcome to come on to the No Dave show. He
2: wanted it when one of you guys were off. And I were on
3: vacation.
2: Not when I was off. Right. Why not, though? You could have him. You want to have him when I'm not on, if take him. If, he,
3: if he's here, Tom, the, the invitation is open. You are welcome to come so on. So when on is on that?
2: Here. That is not next week. It's the following week. Yes. Am I right? Yes. I next don't week. think he's going to fly in from it uh, California When's or that Oregon. What's July 8th? It is, uh, what happened? Yeah, that's uh, July 8th. I'm not here. Uh, you'll be smoking HVC. and oh, nice. uh, I won't be here, and these guys will. And uh I don't that's up to you. You want him
3: Hey, if he's come if he's willing to come up, I'll take him. You don't want the
2: guy flying up here and my God, it's terrible.
3: Oh imagine if he gets thrown off in the first five minutes. Uh, ta- sorry Tom, you suck.
2: Let me take he a picture that email. In case he calls you?
5: Well <laughs> just like so I can send him his prize because it's Ed voted for him, Jonathan voted yeah. for him. It doesn't yeah, matter how we vote. It's over. I was gonna vote for number two. Since we cost them a lighter, the least we could have done is send them a purse.
2: Yeah. Um, so that's interesting that if Jonathan already picks who he picks and there's four of us, mm. all he needs to is one, yeah, one, one need of us sway. to do it. I just
3: need to sway, sway one. one. It's one been one. that way the entire time. Yeah, but yeah. you
2: should play it up that way to say, okay, do I have one of will agree with me?
3: I don't care if you agree with me. <laughs> I'm an island unto myself. I entertain myself. I yeah. talk to myself. I don't need you. Plays with himself. <laughs> 100% true. Got these ribbons here for later.
2: <laughs> ribbons on the oak tree. Eric, how long are you staying? <laughs> All right. Uh, hmm. What do you think of the cigar so far? Uh, it it's, uh, it's continues to burn. It is a lot of smoke. I say it's a lot of smoke. It's not as much as a Liga Pavada. It's right. Or you
5: put the regular on the crown next to it. I think
2: it's double the smoke. It's stronger than a regular. Mm-hmm. Maduro undercrown, right?
5: Yeah, but undercrown is
2: Maduro, or it's just undercrown and then undercrown shade. It's just undercrown, just undercrown. Doesn't
5: say Maduro or anything. Yeah, but the that's months. the dark one. Yeah, it's uh, a Maduro.
2: This is stronger. I would. Uh, it's stronger, myself, but it's more balanced. Reg- really, I would yeah. rather a regular undercrown than this because it's a little too little too heavy for me. Remember when I talk about I feel the fillings on my teeth? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I, I think you're just having like a little wimp moment over there. It's yeah. Just- it's a five at best.
2: All right, we'll see how wimpy it gets. Right now, it's time for the Classic Three Way, and it's brought to you by
1: Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as 2 dollars for the Corona, and still under $4 for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic cigars. The most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. Okay, who is our champion?
2: I still am. It was a three-way tie last oh, week. Oh, and then you hang on to your title. Okay, so you're going to go. I got five questions. No tie breakers, None. None. So a tie is in your favor. Yeah, I like that. Right? Today is June 24th. This is the classic three-way. I like this. You like this segment? You like this. Oh, you, I love it. We love it. Love the shit. All right. Born today, Mick Fleetwood. Mick Fleetwood is a British musician, songwriter, and actor. Fleetwood Mac? He is also known as the drama co-founder and leader of the rock band Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood, (sighs) whose surname was merged with the group's bassist John Mack, McAvee, is formed the name of the band. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame with Fleetwood Mac. Mick Fleetwood, born today. What year? Nineteen forty two. Forty two. I got forty four. Forty four. Forty one. Forty one. Everybody's near each other. I'm going to give this to forty four. Mr. Jonathan. Forty seven. Whatever. He doesn't like this again. It bothers him. (laughs) He doesn't like he
3: doesn't care about winning the game. He just doesn't want to lose to me.
2: That's accurate. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's on to I'm you. I'm a sore winner. You are. <laughs>
3: I'm up.
2: It's on to you, Mr. Jonathan. Today's birthday is Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck. Guitarist, composer, musician, jazz guitarist, songwriter, a British rock guitarist, renowned for his association with popular renowned. Renowned with his association with popular rock bands such as the Yardbirds, Beck. The Jeff Beck group got it as one of the greatest, most influential players in history. Is that true?
3: Not to be confused mm-hmm. with
2: Beck. Correct. Beck was also won several awards like Grammy Awards. Hmm. Jeff Beck born today. 1939. 39.
4: 49.
2: 41. Yeah, and 41. I'm sticking with 42. <laughs> 42 for the point. 44. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, Ed gets one, and Jonathan Bunch gets of one. old rock people. And that's why I thought it was... I'm uh, just putting
3: 1944 on the next one. <laughs> it's, it's had good luck for me.
2: Uh, this is over to Barry. Question number three of five. Uh, no points for Barry right now. Born today, Peter Weller. The
3: guy that made the Rob- bourbon?
2: Robocop. Robocop. Peter Weller is best known as Robocop from the Robocop Films... And its sequel. He also earned an Academy Award nomination for his 1993 short film *Partners*. Also starred in the *24* series, hosted by the his- History Channel show, and voiced William Wayne Batman in *The Miseries of the Dark Knight Returns*. Miseries or miniseries?
3: I think it's miniseries.
4: mini-series.
3: Okay. Miniseries. Okay. Oh, <laughs> just- He's not a strong reader, folks. Do not laugh at him. It hurts his feeling. <laughs>
2: Not a strong reader. Uh, it is Peter Weller's birthday today. What year? 51. 51.
5: <laughs> I, I'm doing the same thing. I was adding 10. 52. 52.
3: 1948.
2: 48. Everybody is over. 47. Oh, no. Everybody is over. No points. Missed it by that much. Uh, so Peter Weller was a guest speaker at the Cigar Trade Show really? one year, And he was fabulous. Huh. Uh, Big cigar smoker, and uh, I don't remember exactly what his uh, talk was or whatever. Because there was no cigar named after him or anything like that. But he was there, and it was a great, uh, uh, a great thing that he ended up doing. This year they got um, a medalist, mentalist, mentalist. Hmm. That what what is a mentalist? Ben's medal? No, (laughs) they they predict
3: people's birthdays and shit. Oh. Tell you what your grandmother's maiden name was by just looking at you.
2: Oh, why do I think? I was thinking he was going to get like a spoon and bend it. There
3: is something to that (laughs) as well. Some of them have that in their
2: act. Barry, does Peter Weller have a bourbon, though?
5: No, no relation. Oh, all right.
2: Okay, so we're still at uh, one for Ed, one for Jonathan, no for Barry. I got two questions left. Back to you, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan. Happened this day. Happened this day. All right. The world's first Masonic Grand Lodge is established. Really? I think that was a
4: really long time ago. 1752. 1752.
2: 1500. 1500. 1500. 1776. 1776. It was 1717. Mr. Jonathan uh, gets Oh, that. hell yeah. I was a lot
3: closer. I don't care. I missed the freaking 47 with a 48. I didn't get points. You get nothing. And may God have mercy on your soul. There he was is a soul, soul winner. winner.
2: Soul winner. So we have uh, two points for Jonathan. One point for Ed Sullivan. Nothing for Barry. One question I left. I got to
3: stand up for this. I
2: could still win by getting one or two points. One point or two. We're ready. Gets it for you. Um, I'm pulling for your head. Or Barry gets two points. Not going to happen. Oh. Right? I, I get, would like three that. outs. That's also a good outcome. That's three outs. Uh, you'd like that mostly. Yeah. Because then you'd win without winning.
3: Let's yeah. talk. More read.
2: Is, is it Mr. Jonathan that's first? Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay, happened this day.
3: 1944.
2: Pablo Picasso opens his first exhibition. Hmm. Pablo Picasso. He already answered. Third. Yeah, he already answered. And he's over.
3: No, it's 1901. It's
2: 1901. 19- you not change 01. your
3: answer. I never wrote it that down.
2: Did, that didn't count. 1901. 1923. 1923. Harry, <laughs> you may not believe this, yeah. but I was also going 1923. Two at 1923. I believe you. they're both over. I can't believe somebody's got two points. Fuck yeah. Mr. Jonathan. 1901. How did... How did you even come don't, nearly? You close don't here? question me. He memorized when it. I win. He memorized uh, Pablo Picasso's first exhibition, 1901. Four points for Mr. Jonathan. None for Barry. One for Ed. We have a new champion. How does it nothing, feel? Good.
3: I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing, <laughs> I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. You're a dick. You're a dick. Get that one on repeat.
2: So God junkies weren't going to get four points out of that, right? No way. That's it. No way. He's got a Snickers. He's got a Snickers.
3: <laughs> really cool. satisfies.
2: He, he carries a candy bar with him. That's smart. This is like Mr. Jonathan plus, plus,
6: plus,
1: uh-huh.
2: right? He's, he's the
3: uh, the bizarro Mr. Jonathan.
2: <laughs> 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 he eats candy bars. And, yeah. We're similar
3: in that we're both bald, but.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Both do podcasts. Both got a beard and a mustache. Mm-hmm. Both bald. One of them has a personality. Yeah.
3: Then there's that guy.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we gotta check. We gotta He's check. got a
3: hell of a handshake though.
2: Yeah. He does have a hell uh-huh. of a handshake. All right, we gotta ch- check that podcast out. Cigar Junkies podcast, uh from South Carolina. It's a long ride no, up here. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, uh, I had a question for you. Yeah. It's a donut-related question. All right, I have an answer. Did you have a great donut this week? I had a 10 out of 10 donut. Wow. Which was it, it, see, a butternut. It looked like a butternut uh, but the, donut. Was the dense. butternut
4: was only on the top, yes. right? It
2: wasn't Which complete. was good for
4: holding it, to- was was it. It was.
3: Davis Square Donuts? Yes, it
4: was. Yes, U- it was. Union Square. Isn't Union Square.
3: Union oh, because the Davis Square guy's a customer.
2: Yeah, Union Square. Ah. Uh, our, our friend Tony V happened to be there in the morning, yeah. sent a picture and said, Look where I am. And then showed up with a dozen donuts. You didn't need a little blue pill
3: that night, did you? <laughs> <laughs> they, and,
4: uh, they were very good. And it was odd. It was almost like a hybrid between a raised and a cake donut. Still very little. Had light. a lot of dents to it, though. Yeah. Potato? No. I do not believe so. No? That's why Dave gave a 10. He won't give Holy Donut a 10 because of
2: the potato. Yeah. It's like... It's too many lectins? No. It's not the 100% correct form (laughs) of a donut. So it's a hybrid donut. It is a donut, though. Yeah, but it's using... You tried to say
3: lasagna was lasagna, and there's no lasagna noodles in it. You are not an expert in food. There's no noodles in it. Barry, is still that true?
4: Lasagna. What cigar junkies is saying, Barry rated it an eleven. Yeah, I would have given it a eleven,
5: 11. out of ten. Yeah,
2: that's Barry's rating of the donut. Did
5: yeah, he always goes no. high over the no, real I rating. I haven't,
2: but oh, you got to try it. You got to try it to mm. see it.
5: But uh, one to ten is just a suggestion. You can go to eleven. Mm. Yeah, <laughs>
2: suggest because he, yeah. he's gone to one hundred one hundred two. Yeah, one hundred two. All right, that that is it for the show today. Uh, what is your final thoughts here on Under UC 10, is that correct? Yep. Underground 10. Oh, okay. That's what All I mean. decked out. That's yeah, the subtitle. It, it's beautiful. Yep. Mm-hmm. How about the outside packaging? I don't know what that looks like. It's uh, finished wood, uh, varnished. It's really nice looking. Yeah, and 10-year anniversary of this. That, that's amazing. It's, it's longer than that now. It's got to be 11 or 12 now at this point. But uh, we have never had this cigar in the show. I think it's mm-hmm. beautiful, but... Not a gift for a non-cigar smoker because it's too full-bodied. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't bring it to a wedding. It looks beautiful. Uh, what if they did that with a shade one or something? It could be a beautiful Well, maybe wedding. the
5: Undercrown Shade will get a 10th anniversary. Mm.
2: All right. What do you think? A lot of blue smoke coming off the uh, Too the much foot. smoke. Too much smoke content. Not too heavy for you, though. It's not too heavy. It's yeah. a 5 out of 10. But um, a
3: little a little more God. minerally on the flavor than what I care for. And there's people out there that love that flavor. So uh, the draw has been impeccable. The burn line is
2: very good. It's just not my flavor.
5: You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. That's that? true.
2: And Bill Burr that doesn't believe your your uh, flavor components
5: <laughs> you get Fig Newton. Well,
3: then, yeah. he's, then he's shitting all over Pam because she nailed it with the mineral.
5: At ten dollars yeah. a cigar by the box, ten and a quarter. Yeah, uh, I think it's a home run. Yeah, yeah, yeah to it's a good it. cigar.
2: and it's an ongoing thing. It's a ten year anniversary, yeah. but they keep it going. Yes, they keep it going. Do they raise the price by a dollar every year? I don't think so. No, that's somebody else. <laughs> oh, okay. Any uh, different sizes? Yeah, there's four sizes: uh, Toro, Robusto, Corona, Viva. Anything with a Corona smaller engage, gauge, right? Uh, I don't know. I got to pull because this up. is a fifty-four. Hmm. Isn't it?
3: I believe so. The first one was a 54. I think this is a 50.
5: 5x54, no. Robusto. 5x43, Corona Viva. 6x52, Gran
2: Toro. And 7x54, Corona Doble. So everything's up there in mm-hmm. uh, bigger ring gauges. A little smaller ring gauge might be more palatable. Palatable, whatever. I mm-hmm. wonder if this is going to be another trade show full of big ring gauge cigars. I hope not. Mm-hmm. I hope not, too. All right. That's it. We're going to call it quits. Next week is July 1st. We prepare for the PCA trade show. Barry is on vacation. We have new cigars coming out. We'll tell you what to expect in the future. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: And you may have learned something today. I know I did. Which makes you The Cigar Authority.